The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. Today is Monday, November 18th, and I am going to be reviewing the Tuesday, November 19th board game NBA slate. My name is Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am solo tonight, just you guys and me, and we're going to go over this board game slate and try to determine uh, where the best plays are, where the best fades are, and everything that can give you the best chance to take down some DFS cash and some GPPs. Uh, Before we get started, wanted to thank our presenting sponsor, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Certainly the coffee in all of our uh, DFS NBA pros. I know Michael Patria and and Andrew Hansen uh, as well uh, are enjoy the, the Kona difference every morning. So great stuff, and we appreciate them. Uh, for for being with us from the get-go here at Hoopball. All right, let's dive in. We can make make this one uh, pretty straight to the point. Uh, We've got four games. Uh, There's two 8 p.m. Eastern games and then two late-night sweat games, a 10 p.m. and a 10.30. So the first game on the slate is uh, Golden State Warriors at the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Interesting game. Right off the bat, uh, considering that uh, neither team played on Monday night. And as as you know, we always record this the night before. And so uh, it is uh, Monday night. So uh, there's no, neither one of these teams is playing. So they'll be fresh uh, for tomorrow's game. And uh, it's, you know, it's it's got two teams that... Uh, Definitely get up and down the floor. Um, right now, Golden State is 14th in the league and Memphis is 7th. So they're both above average in pace. Uh, definitely uh, something, uh, you know, we need to look at there because there, there will be some more points scored in this game than normal. Also, uh, you know, something of note that uh, definitely affects the game is Memphis is 28th out of 30 teams in defensive efficiency so they are not getting it done as you would expect for a young team that's up and down the floor they haven't quite figured out the defensive side and then dead last is golden state and it's not very close they are dead last so this has to be a key game on the slate and i'm sure the over and under is going to show that uh, even though it's a 2-12 and 12 Golden State against 5-8 and eight Memphis, it is two of the faster teams at top half and two of the worst uh, four teams in the league in defense. So uh, let's definitely target this game. Um, you can start off on the Golden State side. I, You know, one guy that is seems somewhat unfadeable anymore is Eric Paschal. He has just been tearing it up and really a go-to main guy uh, on this team. So um, as as I know of right now, D'Angelo Russell is still out, and I'll, I'll double-check that here. 
uh, as we're, we're uh, going through this game. But with, you know, with D'Angelo Russell out, you've you got a little bit of a split point guard, um, you know, and that, that the, the rookie Kai Bowman and then Alec Burks both got a lot of minutes uh, at the point in the last game, which, you know, I like both of them. However, if they're going to split those minutes, uh, you know, it creates an issue of, you know, are you going to get any DFS value from those guys? And, you know, for that reason, I think they'll both be popular, uh, but I don't anticipate that I'm going to use either guy just in the fact that I think, uh, you know, there's, there's no question that they're going to split some time. And in double-checking the D'Angelo Russell news, yes, it's a right thumb sprain. He'll miss at least two weeks. So as far as where that usage goes to, um, you know, certainly Draymond Green's been a monster, uh, you know, negative throughout the whole year. He seems frustrated, disinterested, and statistically hasn't put up very good DFS numbers. Um, I think I'm going to dial more towards uh, Robinson, Glenn Robinson III. I mean, he's has really been stepping up. He's getting good minutes, and he's producing. Uh, Pascal's going to be a lock and load foundational guy. I'm going to look to Robinson uh, for sure as my second guy. And uh, I'm going to stay away from Draymond. I just don't think statistically that, that he's uh, – his effort or head is really into it. And again, like I say, I think some of those guys in the backcourt are going to be splitting minutes. Um, on the Memphis side, I, I love uh, Jonas Valachunas in this game. He has gotten his minutes extended up to in the 30 low to low 30s now. I think this is a great matchup for him. He's going to be one of the guys I definitely uh, dial up here without question. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and go to the job ja Morant. In honor of my man, Andrew Hansen, I'm going to go to the job ja Morant well. I, I've been fading him because he's still on a quote-unquote 25 to 30-minute uh, restriction of minutes himself. However, you know, it seems like he's tuning it up a little bit, going against the worst defense in the league with the pace uh, I just think he's he's too good to pass up. He's such an incredible talent. Uh, so this is going to be my key game. I'm going to have four foundational guys right out of the gate uh, with Joe Val and John ja Morant, and a uh, little bit, uh, you know, Pascal's getting a little pricier, but Robinson's still somewhat cheap. So I'll be stacking those four guys. And, uh, you know, if a fifth guy from this game rounds out my roster, it wouldn't uh, bother me very much at all. Because, again, this game just fits the bill for, you know, 137, 132 type of game uh, in my book. I think they're going to light it up. Um, so that's that's game number one. The other early game, you've got uh, the Portland Trailblazers at the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, the Pelicans have literally half the roster out. Um, there are a bunch of guys questionable in this game, some that have already been ruled out, but it's almost impossible until we know for sure what the final tally is on the, this Pelicans disaster of injuries. Um, and that's something you just really need 
to stay you know, dialed into us on Twitter. Uh, at Hoopball Fantasy is where you're going to get all that information throughout the day tomorrow. Also, you can look me up on Twitter at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. I'll be posting things uh, throughout the day as well. And go to our hoop-ball.com, uh, click on forms and click on the DFS thread. Miles and Andy are working hard to keep that updated uh, constantly throughout the day so that you know, you know where things stand. Uh, to give you a quick rundown where things are here the night before the game, Frank Jackson with his uh, neck is questionable. Lonzo Ball questionable with his right uh, adductor muscle, I guess. Um, and he's got somewhat rib and, and, and stomach side pain there. Jaleel Okafor, doubtful. Uh, Josh Hart has already been ruled out. Brandon Ingram is also questionable, and Derek Favors has been ruled out. So there you go. You got a, just a boatload of guys, but you know Ingram being the biggest one because if he plays and he's going to get 25 plus minutes, you know it changes the whole complexion of, of the Pelicans game without without question. Um, if Ingram sits, Drew Holiday has to be. Uh, a go-to guy just because his usage goes through the roof and he's definitely playing much better ball. Um, Portland's also coming off a game they played tonight where they got absolutely drubbed by Houston. Uh, and then they had to get on a plane, head out to New Orleans for that game uh, uh, for uh, Tuesday night. So they're not going to be in the best of shape. They played really poorly and, you know, don't see them uh, putting up uh, a, their best effort. So, you know, if Ingram plays, plug him in. If he doesn't, you got to go to the Drew Holiday uh, card there for sure. Also, you know, the other two guys I'm going to certainly consider, uh, and again, a lot of it has to do with that news uh, on the Pelican side, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is uh, definitely getting some more minutes uh, he's been uh, a guy that just looks so explosive on any given moment, could have a huge game. Uh, and against Portland, you know, we saw Harden and Westbrook. Of course, it's Harden and Westbrook, though. But uh, they just absolutely shredded, you know, the Portland team for a combined, like, 115 uh, fantasy points uh, tonight. So, you know, do I expect the Pelicans' backcourt to – you know, be anywhere respective as those guys know, but I think they're still going to do very well. So, you know, Drew Holiday and for me, Nikhil Alexander-Walker become two really go-to guys, especially if Ingram sits. Also, Kenrich Williams, I mean, his price has stayed, you know, very value-oriented and his minutes have been gigantic, you know, upper 30s, uh, mid-30s at worst. So there's another guy you definitely have to consider uh, as well. On the Portland side, like I say, you know, their team is just a disaster right now. They're, supposedly Carmelo Anthony's going to be added to the team. I don't believe he plays tomorrow, but I guess there's a chance of that. If he does, I can't imagine he's going to get more than 15 minutes or something in that nature with, with being out so long if he plays at all. 
Um, you know, hard with with uh, Lillard and McCollum. You know, they're always in play uh, without question because they they dominate uh, usage with this team. The rest of the team just sort of divvies it all up. I mean, literally, and it's not even worth actually going into the rest of the guys, in my opinion. But you know, Lillard. And um, McCollum, you know, you're going to have Drew Holiday, who's a hell of an on-the-ball defender, uh, probably going against Lillard, which puts McCollum more in play for me uh, over Lillard. And McCollum did play better uh, tonight against Houston as well. So, you know, he's a little pricier. I doubt I'm going to go that route. But if I went to a Portland player, it would be uh, McCollum. And, again, on the Pelican side, I'm very interested in Ingram if he plays, if not definitely in both Holiday and Nikhil Alexander-Walker with, uh, with Kenrich Williams being somebody that's a go-to guy as well. All right, uh, the two late games. <clears throat> One of them at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern is the Phoenix Suns, 7-5, and five, who just uh, got beat by Boston and only scored a, a measly 85 points uh, tonight. So... They're coming off a, a beat down, and they're going against the five and seven Sacramento Kings, who uh, are without several players due to injury and suspensions and everything else. So, you know, I this it's a little more slim pickings in this game for me. Um, I I think uh, you know it was quite a wake up call for Phoenix uh, in this game. I mean, they did, like I say, did not play well across the board. Rubio did not play i'm assuming because it was a back-to-back i think he comes back in this game uh if that's the case and uh you know he goes i think he's in play without question um you know he's against a team you know like this that's not the best defensive backcourt by any stretch i think you got to look you know because he can uh, get you so many assists. He's one of the top assist guys in the league. And uh, um, actually, I'm just reading here that uh, Ricky Rubio wasn't out because of the back-to-back. He was out because of back spasms. So Ricky Rubio is not going to make my lineup for any uh, at any point here with the back issues. So let's re-look at this Phoenix side and uh, with Rubio. Uh, to me, not being a viable option. You've got to, you know, Booker's always in play here, uh, you know, on the back-to-back. He didn't do well tonight, but he faced a really tough Boston defense, which I expected Booker to struggle. I mean, Smart is phenomenal. By the way, Smart uh, had a really bad ankle sprain right at the end of that game. So something to keep note of on the Boston side. Uh, it looks like he's going to miss some extended time, but uh, Booker's in play. Booker's the guy with Rubio out. His usage goes way up. He's a very, very tough fade here. Certainly uh, one of the key guys from this team in that scenario. Um, everybody else, a lot of split minutes. Oubre's been up and down. You know, Baines was just okay. <clears throat> so I think Booker's the guy on the Phoenix side without question. Um, on the Sacramento side, I, I think I'm going to dial up a guy that I've dialed up uh, three games in a row since Fox went down. It's it's somewhat been 
the Bogdan Bogdanovich show uh, for the Kings. He's just been so solid. Uh, he had a career-high eight assists the game before last. He's shooting the ball well. Uh, you know, he and Hild are, are uh, really seem to be thriving right now with their backcourt combination. It's, it's working uh, a lot better, I think, than, than everybody ex uh, expected. Um, not real uh, comfortable with the bigs uh, for Sacramento. I think that, uh, uh, you know, you can certainly use Heald. I definitely lean towards Bogdanovich. Uh, he's cheaper than Heald, and I think, uh, but they're both both very good options without question. So, all right. Uh, again, uh, you know, I want to thank the our, our uh, presenting sponsor, Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Thank the guys at hoop-ball.com. Uh, you know, definitely go to the hoop-ball.com website. Sign up for for Brew's monthly newsletter. Uh, it's phenomenal. Our weekly newsletter. I don't know if it's weekly or monthly, but I know that it's phenomenal. I read it. Uh, it's extremely in depth, and the only way you get that is by signing up on the website. Um, also, the premium package at hoop-ball.com is terrific. A lot of uh, seven day a week coverage of everything. So, and also you can hear us uh, seven days a week everywhere podcasts are found NBA DFS today, or you can search just uh, DFS today. <clears throat> and we're going to show up on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere that you can find podcasts. And, you know, we'd ask if you can just take a minute or less than that, 30 seconds. Hit the five stars, the likes, the positive reviews. You know that feedback, that, that you know positive uh, review and and information really helps us build the show, helps us keep this seven-day content free and uh, in front of any paywalls. And I firmly believe we have some of the best content DFS-wise in the industry. So uh, we appreciate that, and we appreciate the fact that we keep growing listeners day over day, week over week. So, you know, tell your friends, uh, join in, uh, and uh, let's all win uh, some money and take down some DFS stuff. Um, all right, let's go to this last game, and then we can wrap up a, a quick one, four-game slate, which is unusually small. You you know, the, the league has done really well with balancing a lot of these cards out with a lot of six, five, six, seven, eight game slates where, um, you know, it's, it's playable. And then some big ones like we're coming off a, a nine gamer on Monday night. So the last game is the Oklahoma City Thunder at the L.A. Lakers. It is the 1030 latest game, the big sweat game, Thunder at Lakers. And, you know, right now uh, they are playing, the Thunder are playing the Clippers. So not sure exactly what the results or, you know, how that game is, is panning out. But the Thunder will obviously be on a back-to-back, -back, even though they're playing in the same building. They are playing in a back-to-back, -back, uh, and the Lakers are off on Monday night. So, um, you know, that gives an advantage to L.A., L.A. 11-2. and two. Certainly always a threat to blow out, which, you know, raises the red flag of do you pay the big money for LeBron or AD in a possible blowout game. Um, I'm not going to go there, you know, with all the guys I've recommended in these first three games. I've got 
a pretty good solid uh, rotation of guys here. And I'm not going to be looking to spend all my money in that game that I feel has the potential to blow out. Um, you know, and so we'll see how that goes. But so for the Lakers side <clears throat> with uh, not playing those two guys, I may look at Kuzma if his price stays down. I'm going to double check that. It's been low. Uh, he's coming off sort of a, a not great game, but you know he is a volume shooter. Uh, his minutes restriction has gone up. Uh, I think Kuzma is a good option and and the one guy that I would consider playing on the Lakers side. Unless any news breaks, we gotta stay you know again stay abreast of that all day tomorrow. Uh, on the Thunder side, you know it's I, I do like uh, you know Paul and and both Shea have have. Uh, I've rostered both of them this year in the right situations, but with that Lakers backcourt, you know, defensively with with Green and and Bradley and and everybody, it's just I, you know, that to me takes away uh, a lot of their uh, you know efficiency. I just don't think uh, the Thunder are a good a good play in the backcourt for that matchup against the Lakers. And likewise for the centers, I mean, Adams and Noel have both been getting decent minutes. But, you know, that front line of, of Davis and, and, and Howard and McGee, just, uh, I think, too strong. Um, you know, so I'm going to be Fade City on this game. Nobody from the Thunder, probably just Coos from the Lakers. And hope I got a nice big fat lead in those first three games and can just watch that last uh, NBA TV game late night and root uh, for a blowout and for that game to uh, – not be effective for those guys that are going to be dialed up because everybody always dials up a lot of LeBron and Davis and, and I get it, you know, it makes sense, but <clears throat> I think this is a great fade spot for both of them. So, all right, that is it for the card. I think uh, I really like this four game slate. Uh, like I said, you know, I, there's some standout nucleus guys that I really like, especially that Warriors Grizzlies game. I love the fade in this late game. And I think, you cherry pick those guys in the Portland Pelicans and Suns Kings game. You can really come up with a great lineup and it's, uh, it's going to fit. I think uh, salary wise, it'll fit, which <clears throat> means you don't have to dumpster dive and, you know, pray for some, you know, one of the, the minimum guys to, to have any type of a game. So, all right. Sounds great. I think we got this covered. Uh, check us out on Twitter uh, all throughout. Uh, the day tomorrow. Again, I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Um, my man, Mike Apatria, is at Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. And uh, my man, Andrew Hansen, is at Language Olympic. And uh, for the next show, I promise that I'm going to get the Twitter handles down. I do know Miles. It's Miles6565, I believe. And Andy's, I do not know yet. So I'm going to get those two for our next show. So I apologize on that. But those guys will be manning the ship uh, on the, the, the DFS thread um, on hoop-ball.com. All right. Terrific. I hope this helps you. Let's make some money. Smash it in DFS a little bit on Tuesday. This is a great little four-game uh, slate, I think, that we can really do some damage. So uh, I am Coach, and I want to thank you for joining me for Hoopball NBA DFS today. We look to uh, 
crush it tomorrow and uh, we will catch you again on the next edition of NBA DFS today. Thanks guys. This has been a hoop ball presentation.